Fantastic with Mike and Harris. I'm Harris. And I'm Mike. And we are two New York City bartenders, and we are here to talk about cocktails, bars, bar culture, and everything that goes with it. Um, Mike, how, how, are, how are you doing over there? You know what? Um, I'm doing all right, Harris, man. Um, you know, uh, time of COVID, uh, you know, we've been talking about that a lot. Um, yeah, man, things have been a little bit rough for me, dude. I, uh, you know, I, I know I mentioned the last show um, about two weeks ago, got back from uh, a sickness of mine, uh, you know, didn't end up having COVID, but was told that I had to stay out of work for 12 days, got back to work one week, um, went through that week, was on my way home on the Tuesday night and got cut off by another cyclist. And uh, I went flipping over my handlebars, man. Landed on my head, dude. Rolled on my shoulder. And uh, so I've been out of work again for over another week now uh, with a messed up shoulder, Jeez. man. So I, I know, you know, hopefully, you know, they say it comes in threes, dude. Hopefully this is just a two-banger, oh, you know. I'm really hoping, man. Oh, my God. But, um, but stay, yeah, stay away from, like, telephone poles, yeah. uh, live wires. Just stay away from all of them, man. You know, man, thank Jesus. God thank God for helmets, man. You know, that's all I got to say. Uh, but headed back to work tomorrow, man. Um, and I'm really, really excited to get back to work, man. I, I miss my folks at work, dude. And I just miss, like, working in general, dude, and being, you know, behind the bar and starting to work on fall cocktails, dude. Kind of crazy, but starting to work on fall cocktails. So looking forward to getting back to work and, and doing my thing. How about yourself, sir? Uh, well, I haven't had any uh, bicycle crashes recently, um, but but so I'm I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you know, big news for me is uh, I just harv- I've started harvesting the tomatoes that I've been growing on my balcony, which is pretty awesome. Nice. Um, but otherwise, otherwise, man, I'm just really excited about this episode. I'm excited to get into it. I wanted to welcome our our guest, uh, Matthew Corey. Welcome to the show, Matt. Hey. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Cheers. Oh, dude, it's it, I'm I, I'm I'm so happy to have you. Uh, Matthew Corey is the founder of Wellness Cocktails and the new co- uh, the New York Cocktail Expo, uh, which is New York's premier cocktail festival and showcase. He's uh, he's known for many things. He's one of the most energetic on screen um, personas you could ever see. Uh, <laughs> you should see this guy host an event. It's it's. <laughs> It's wonderful, yeah. um, and he's also the co-founder of uh, he's the co-founder of New York Best Wings Festival Converse, uh, Comp- uh, Championships. Excuse me. Um, welcome to the show, man. Thank you, thank you, guys. Cheers. It really is a pleasure to be with you. We haven't been able to hang in person in a while, and we've done so much cool stuff together. So this is really an honor, and I'm, it's it's going to be real fun. So thank you, dude. Stoked man, to have you, Matt. Have you. Stoked to have you, Matt. And uh, and what what are we drinking today, Matt? Well, yes, we are cooling down. The sun is out. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. guys, yeah, we're sipping and, and refreshing with a cool cucumber mule. Ooh, so wow. easy sipping. This is a wellness riff on a cucumber mule, where typically you have your vodka and cucumber in there. But yeah, we've got fresh lime juice. We've got actual fresh ginger juice in there mm-hmm. and some homemade, homemade stevia syrup. Nice. And uh, we've actually, as a, a technique in wellness cocktails, riffed out you know, an alcoholic spirit for a body spirit, which is actually an ounce and a half of fresh cucumber juice. Mm-hmm. So you're mm-hmm. getting that, and you're going pub-style you know, mule. We've actually riffed out some of that sugary ginger beer, and we've gone with an unsweetened organic raw kombucha. Nice, bro. So, man, you get your mule, garnish up with a lime, mint sprig, and then if you really want to go wellness, garnish up with some fresh cucumber. Eat that. Eat your garnish. Hashtag eat your garnish and get those extra <laughs> nutrients in your body, man. That's It's it's definitely about wellness. So, cheers. Uh, I'm cheers, stealing man. that. Cheers, Hashtag eat your, eat your garnish. Yeah, I'm, totally, cheers, I'm, I'm stealing that too, man. 
Uh, this, is, this, is, this is absolutely this is this delicious, is delicious, dude. And you know, um, yeah, man, I'm I'm not missing I'm not missing the spirit in it, man. Um, you know, we are we are recording today at twelve o'clock in the afternoon, folks. So yes, we, we probably have that advantage as well. But Matt, this is delicious, man. I'm definitely getting the cucumber. I definitely get that nice hint of lime. Um. I love the the way I, I just love the funkiness of kombucha. So it gets that you get that little bit of heat from the kombucha as well. But that nice mm-hmm. fresh yeah. uh, ginger juice, dude, is like that's that to me. That's the star of the show, dude, for sure, man. Along with the uh, the cucumber, the fresh cucumber juice. This is delicious, man. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, you know it's it's funny that you know and we're gonna talk about some of this stuff, but there's got to be a function along with flavor to wellness cocktails. And guys, like I've had these bags under my eyes since, since I've been a kid. It must be genetic. And I'm looking like, what do I want to do with this cocktail? What do I want? I got to get more cucumber into my life. So I said, you know what? Let's rock a cucumber mule. Let's get more cucumbers into your system because <laughs> it, apparently, naturally, they actually take down those bags a little bit. So uh, you know, you refresh, you get the cucumber, and a lot of bartenders have reacted to this drink and go, and it's so simple some of the stuff in wellness cocktails is so simple but it's like a brilliant simple brilliance they're like brilliant you know using cucumber yeah. juice in a cucumber <laughs> mule it's so obvious but so like brilliant you know so so thank you guys cheers yeah cheers man you know one I, uh, one of the things that i really love about like the fact that you're calling them wellness cocktails and not mocktails mm-hmm. is that it, it it sets it up in its own category like this is a cocktail that is supposed to be a healthy thing it's not necessarily, oh, this is something trying to pretend to be an alcoholic mm-hmm, beverage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's actually like, you know, it's like, uh, you know, when people make faux meat or whatever. Why can't a vegetable just be a vegetable and it be delicious on its own? Like, I and, yeah. and, I, and I, I really appreciate that. Um, I, and uh, it, it makes me like it all the more. Great. I'm so glad that you guys are liking it. Yeah, I mean, you looked at definitions, you hit it right on the head. Mocktails are like a non-alcoholic cocktail that's doing like a cover song of an original alcoholic cocktail. Mm-hmm. You know, it's faking right. it. Right. You know, spirit, you know, spirit free, easy, zero proof, no ABV. There's no alcohol there. You know, looking back to the days of old, restorative cocktails really was so vague. It's like it lifts or restores one's spirits, you know, question mark. You know, that could be so much. <laughs> uh, curative cocktails, cocktails for what ails you. Uh, you know, and back in the day, this stuff was very like snake oil salesman cocktails. And, you know, this stuff was like, this is really good for you drinking all this whiskey. And finally, the FDA said, no, you know, these are cocktails. and <laughs> This is booze. This is medicine. And there was a great divide. So wellness cocktails are not the snake oil salesman cocktails of the past. They're actually really focused on being flavorful and functional. What's what's really good for you? Do I know? Right. Uh, it's like I put together a great cocktail, but do I also know the nutrients in this and what it does to the body is a whole other type of mixology that's so interesting. Dude, yeah, dude, yeah. I, I, well, I'll tell you this, Matt, dude. I mean, you know, I got a problem with margaritas, dude. I slammed them, dude. But this might be my new margarita because I mean, I was hoping to have this for the whole show, but I'm already halfway through it. And, 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 and I, 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 you know, I wish I, I'm drinking out of like a giant ball jar too. So I'm, I'm absolutely <laughs> slamming this, dude. Thanks again, Matt, for uh, for sharing this with me, man. Matt, let's uh, let's yeah. let's let's be you know we'll come back to the wellness cocktails. Um, yep. Because I mean I you know I'm gonna pick your brain like crazy about this, but let's sure. uh, let's get into um, what you first really got involved with, man. Um, and that is this 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 event, um, the New York Cocktail Expo. That you know I mean I was involved with the first one, and mm-hmm. um, what a jump. Uh, you made from the first New York Cocktail Expo to the second New York Cocktail. No, I know you had the one, 
you had the one in uh, Long Island as well that was a little bit larger than your first one. But but man, what a jump from the first one. Um, what was it? The Bohemian Beer Garden. Yeah, in Astoria. One was in, in Astoria, yep. man. And That's then right. and then you take it to this giant venue, um, also in Astoria. Um, and I'm, I'm blanking on the name right now, Matt. Can you help Mel- me with yeah, that? Yeah, Melrose Ballroom. The Melrose, Melrose Ballroom. Ballroom. Which, yep, I mean, Long has City. a capacity of the city. The place is huge. <laughs> um, yeah. Right? Uh, I mean, and you just pack it out. Two, you absolutely uh, pack it pa- out. Packed it out. I mean, you ended up going, like, what, one, two days or something like that. Or, or two, one day, but two, um, uh, what do they call it? Uh, wh- what am I trying to say? Uh, Separate event. Or two, two, two. Sessions. Two sessions, exactly. Man. Yep, two sessions. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, man. Um, so th- first of all, before we get into how you're dealing with that now in the time that we are in, dude, do you just want to give a brief overview of what the New York Cocktail Expo actually is? Sure. Yes, absolutely. So the New York Cocktail Expo, you know, being New York's premier cocktail festival, is a celebration of the cocktail and a celebration of all these wonderful spirits in this great spirit boom that we have through the lens of the cocktail. It showcases all the great cocktail bars of New York City. And what's so great about it is it's that the bars team with brands to present cocktail samples and spirit samples for both consumer, industry, and immediate attendance, where we do these tastings we hold best cocktail of the year and new york's official tropical cocktail competition the tiki throwdown Ooh, and it all yeah. it all had been going down in august until our our beautiful covid showed up and showed us that we have no idea how to make plans for life because life is just like totally random <laughs> so, so that's your new york cocktail expo yep yeah man so dude let's let's dive right into it man i mean dude uh 2020 New York Cocktail Expo, man, it, it's, it's, it, what, it's not happening, right? Well, actually, no, this has been, I mean, there's something, it's like people ask this question, what have you been doing through quarantine, and, and how's life going for you, and you talk to everyone, and everybody just has this awkward hair phase story, where it's just <laughs> like, this uncertainty, and what's going on, and your feelings are going up and down every single day, and when you've been doing events as long as I have, you become patternized in knowing what your year is supposed to look like. And just like everyone else, um, you know, you're hit with that asteroid and just, that decimates kind of your vision of what the future was. And we're still in the middle of it now, uh, mm-hmm. not knowing what's coming forward. Uh, and you have to sit back and, and reflect and go through a lot of psychological movements creatively in conversations to understand what it is. And I, I kind of had this aha moment where I was outside on the deck and you know, probably sipping a little bit of rum. And, um, you know, and I was like, wait a minute, Matt. I was like, you know, man, this all goes way before the expo for over 10 years. You know, the service you're providing everyone is the ability to have them meet the audience that they want to meet, whether it's the bars wanting Mm -hmm. to meet cocktail Mm -hmm. enthusiasts to, to patronize the bars, whether it's spirit brands to connect with the bars and for all them to work together. It all comes through really that digital marketing poise. And that digital marketing aspect that we've been doing over 10 years um, in this landscape is 100% transferable and relevant. That's the first thing. And I realized, I was like, Matt, what is this New York Cocktail Expo all about? How does it happen? There's three blocks in the chain, I realized. One is pre-event promotion and planning. And you know what? People are already getting excited and there's anticipation and they're already starting to work together. The benefits of the expo already start to happen even before the event, but it all takes place where? Online. 
emails, social media, you know, talking, texting, all of these, <laughs> all of these non-human ways. And then what happens is we all show up in person, do the show, right, to meet. But then in order to do either business or go to these places we love again and work together, guess what? We all go back online again. So I realized all you're doing is taking out that middle block, connecting the left and right chain, and actually the whole thing is completely streamlined. And instead of a 2,000 person occupancy capacity, I mean, man, our digital ads reach hundreds of thousands of people. So your previous attendance for 2020 is not looking like 2,000. It's looking like 100, 200, 400, 500,000 eyes that engaged with everything you're promoting. So we are the New York Cocktail Expo still, and it might have just been amplified by this whole thing, streamlining everything, everything. And there's a lot to dig in and talk about, about those benefits that we're able to increase for the bars and the, and the, and the, and the, um, the brands and, of course, the consumers, which we're so glad we included them, which is different from other industry conferences. We include consumers, which are definitely a focus right now. Mm -hmm. So New York Cocktail Expo. We're making some exciting announcements that I do want to share with you guys, but it is it is on, and I think this is a blessing in disguise that we're starting to realize the benefits from. So we miss each other in person, but there's still the excitement that comes from the expo that we can create and do the interesting things that are different from those other outlets out there that are talking about cocktails. So it's on, and it's online, and it, we're very excited about what we're about to do uh, for the end of this year. Wow, man. Um. Wow. I'm, I'm like, I don't know, I'm a terrorist. I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit, I'm shocked and I'm, and I'm, I'm a little bit, uh, I'm a little bit blown away, man, that you, so, I mean, I want I want to hear about this, man. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. I just want to, I just want to, I, I mean, so do it. I mean, you know, we have, we, you know, what are you going to do? How are you going to adjust this New York Cocktail Expo to right. the remote setting? I mean, that's what we, that's why you're here. That's what we want to hear about. Let's, let's hear yeah. about it, man. And you and you know what? We're you know we're down to earth, Mike. You know we're not we're not a corporation. We're yeah. not we don't we you know we are not um, million billion dollar corporation owning many festivals. You know that the New York Cocktail Expo is is a grassroots built from people who are in the New York cocktail scene who have worked as bartenders and really who just raise. Um, through sponsorships and through everyone coming together to make this festival happen. We're not coming from some, you know, huge millions and billions of dollars of stuff we've acquired to do these things. It really is a grassroots festival, which is why the spirit is so true to New York and why it is mm -hmm. the New York Cocktail Expo. Mm -hmm. So in our bandwidth, what we have done has always been promotion and our ability to promote the bars and the brands and everything else. Mm -hmm. So you know that everyone's been uh, transitioning over to webinars. Mm -hmm. uh, you've been seeing everyone do webinars. The, the easiest thing to talk about that and move on from that to what we're doing specifically is that, you know, with webinars, man, we had occupancy capacity in our classrooms, 35, 45, 50 people. And then once you get to, a, you know, in 100, now you sound like you might be in a cafeteria and you're losing some of the focus of that seminar or that education. Right, right. New York, New, New York Cocktail Expo always focused on real meat and potatoes education they weren't brand driven they weren't advertisements it was you were really going to learn something so now yeah the occupancy capacity is gone we just did a great webinar where our brands i said hey what you know what marketplace would you like to reach you know your audience in and they said they were like oh well we were focusing on new york but we'd also like maryland and connecticut and chicago and all this stuff i said great so what we did is we pushed out our digital um, ads and we got registrations for those webinars in that group and now they're aware of those brands they're purchasing the brands at those liquor stores they're making their cocktails with those brands 
brands and they're engaging and now you're increasing your following this as a best practice to continue doing that so we absolutely can deliver that service of reaching the people you want to reach getting them involved with your brand and still putting your spirit through the lens of a cocktail which is what the cocktail is all about uh, the new york cocktail expo is all about that's that's kind of had what we've been doing but we still have realized we after speaking with you know bartenders and feeling them out and, and what's going on and, and, and the uncertainty of what bars are even going to be open come the end of the year, mm -hmm. we still realized we absolutely can stay on the trend and do best cocktail of the year as best cocktail kit teamed with the brand best oh, cocktail wow. to yeah. go kit. So all these cocktail kits are being, what a great opportunity for a small brand or a large brand to develop a marketable cocktail kit that's submitted to the expo, first, second, third place, best cocktail um, of the year. Hmm. And, and when you include all of the online engagement as a People's Choice Award, which is what in the past it was putting a ticket in a ballot and we'd count them at the end, now with all of the shareable content in online engagement, you're going to reach so many more people. If you're doing, right. let's say, People's Choice Award, you're posting your cocktail, showing your video on your webpage. Hey, go to the New York Cocktail Expo online, uh, their social media. Please like, comment, tag your friends, tag the, the spirit brand, tag the bar, tag the expo. And we're also going to have it so that the spirit brands can feel great about supporting the bars. If you're, ta if you're teaming up with a bar, not only are you bringing them into the expo, but you're saying, hey, here's, here's bottles of product so that you could sell this to-go cocktail because your, your, mm -hmm. your submission will be on your menu. And the most people that post online for you and tag you and advertise you, which of course is going to bring you more business and more awareness to the brand, will also be counted towards your submission towards the People's Choice Best Cocktail of the Year. So you're reaching way beyond the walls of a Melrose Ballroom and everything is hyperlinked. Drizzly is out. All the more uh, liquor brands are being delivered to places. Mm -hmm. uh, much of the much of the dollars are going to all the liquor stores that people are buying. Mm -hmm. um, you're 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 coming. We're creating a situation where we can find a reason to come together as a bar community again and promote the heck out of each other and say, you know what? Is this going to fix what's happening with with COVID nineteen or the things we don't know behind the scenes of how our our government or politicians plan what they do with these things? Those are all things that people are talking about and in question. No, but we can do what Cocktail Expo has the bandwidth to do and put a highlight on this New York cocktail scene, all the wonderful brands and the bars, and we all promote the heck out of each other through this. Um, so that's the method that we're going to be using. So best cocktail of the year is on, but it's the best cocktail to go kit. I think in the future people are going to be having retro parties with to-go drinks. This is what they did in 2020. It was kits and to-go cocktails and let's have, a, let's have a retro party. This is what they did. They stayed home and did this, man. And this is they like had kits, man. They had kits. They had kits, they had kits right? Get rid of the, um, you can finally you get know, rid of the it, sock hop. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, replace it with the cocktail party. I love right. It. And then you have the tiki throwdown. I mean, dude, guys, I just I just had a backyard barbecue party where it was like, you know what? I am doing a rum punch here, man. I'm going rum punch for the fam. And I put out, it was a make your own tiki bar. I put out a little uh, example cocktail to get people the idea of, hey, oh, this is how you put it in. You know, you oh, we pour the drink. We put the crushed ice on top. You put in your nut 
up Meg Flaked, you know, shaved uh, orange slice on there and a little parasol umbrella. And oh my gosh, I've got this little tiki drink. And I said, how cool is it that our judges are really going to be like on this cocktail of the month club receiving kits and, and having a make your own tiki cocktail kit. And, the, and now the bars are judged on use of spirit, creativity, presentation has to do with that kit, ease of use mm -hmm. for the purse, for the consumer on the other side. Does mm -hmm. your cocktail translate from point A to point B? Um, right. And so it's oh. it's absolutely a competition based on the sign of the times. Every cocktail bar gets a page on the New York Cocktail Expo website. That's their exhibitor booth. It's all shareable. It's not one day. It's going to be for months all year round. So we are definitely creating a landscape of hyper online engagement and activity, completely streamlined to the bar, to ordering from your menu, to ordering a product to your home from the spirit companies, and removing the middle part where we all got together, which we do still want to do, has benefits. But I'm sorry, everything is streamlined and hyperlinked now. Yeah. And now it's going to be, the ROI is going to come quicker. Your, your networking and working together is going to come quicker because it's totally streamlined. So this is the, these are the competitions that we still will be doing. Uh, that bars and mixologists and spirit brands can get involved in, uh, and it's going to be very exciting. You know, uh, when 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 Mike uh, first brought this uh, this episode up to to me, I was like, oh man, this is going to be a really a really sad episode where we have to lament the the you know the fact that New York cocktail is no more. And and I'm mad at myself for ever even beginning to doubt you, Matt. Like 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 that, oh, what, buddy. What a, what a buddy. mistake. Buddy, give me a hug. Oh. Give, me, give me a hug. Give me a pat. Oh, See, we still can hug it out. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, Matt. Um, um, and I, I I love I love especially in that that you, that you are giving uh, that that was one of my favorite things about the New York Cocktail Expo was that. You know, it was it was bar spirit and also bartender, and all three of them had equal recognition mm -hmm. in, in, in the in the competition, and I and I love that so much. And so many people, you know, I I got to go two years in a row, and and so many people came to my bar after having been to the New York Cocktail Expo, being like, "Hey, we went there, we had that right. cocktail you made." Yeah. We wanted to try other things. We have, yep. we, you know, we got some swag from from you and from you know Benham's Gin or whatever, and it was and it was it was such a cool thing to to to, to put us out there and to see now it's like, oh, it's it, it it is it is so much more expansive and you have so much more bandwidth and you have so much more, uh, just uh, just uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, reach, it, it, reach. Yes, yeah. yeah. So much more reach. Yep. It's that's awesome. Yep. I love it. Yeah, well done, thank man. you guys. I it's mean, inspiring. yeah, and I to take <clears throat> ahead, advantage. Mike. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I mean, it's you know, it's it seems obvious now that you have described it to us, too. But like, you know, you could have easily been like, okay, we're still going to keep this within, you know, it's called the New York Cocktail Expo, dude. So we're just going to keep it within New York. You know, it'd be so easy. I mean, it wouldn't be so easy to do that. It would be probably easier because you're not having to do all that this reach. But it's like that's just i mean that would be the wrong way to do it because you would just be limiting yourself you would just be limiting yourself and you wouldn't be taking advantage of the medium that you are now on so it just i mean it, yep. it really right it, it really i'm just i'm i'm shocked i'm still shocked but um but now it's like oh yeah duh why would you not go all over the freaking world with this now Cause you're able to, right? Like that's the new medium. Like yeah. I just started this whole thing off by like, 
by being like, dude, the first year you were in freaking the Bohemian Beer Garden, dude. <laughs> then you went to the Mel Rose place. So now you're going to go freaking take over the world, Matt Corey? Come on now, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that i love this i love it's like it's like dream so big that if you fall a little below that you're really in a cool space yeah. you know? what a great what a great philosophy oh, and that's man. one to live by but no it, it's just you're these aren't pipe dreams this aren't i'm in a rock band and we're going to be the biggest band in the world sure. this is finite stuff we've been doing over 10 years and the main skill the new york cocktail expo offered to get people in the room and to connect was always digital marketing and that's transferable and the the value has exponentially increased for our brands and of course for the bars as well so we're we are we are actually so excited it's a blessing in disguise um yeah. It really is, and then, and then what I what I want to give you guys is is that because we are announcing this over the next week and two, and we're already starting to do our outreach to brands so they know what's going on. Judges panels are being assembled. Um, we're doing something very exciting that I, I just want to come together with the energy we're building from this new ad. The the New York Cocktail Expo, as I said, it's on. It's on this year. We are doing it. Plan A, Plan B. For no matter what happens, even if there's a other lockdown, we had one. We know, we know the situation there, as far as what essential things will be open for us to to do what we have to do. But what we are doing is a little bit of a rebranding. There is a one main big competition that the education, the webinars, the best cocktail of the year competition, and the Tiki Throwdown competition are going to be a part of. And that is this new award show. It is going to be the Best Spirits in Cocktails Awards at New York Cocktail Expo. Mm. That's what we're doing. Okay. And, wh ah. and what that is is, yo, I'm a bourbon. I want to be considered best bourbon in the old-fashioned. What spirit is the best bourbon in the old-fashioned 2020? The best gin in the martini 2020? The best rum in the daiquiri 2020? Best rum in the Mai Tai? Uh, best gin in the Tom Collins? We are going to be celebrating the iconic cocktails of time and really showing also some love to our spirit brands who have been participating and saying, now's the time to say we are having a... A judge's panel that is going to taste the same recipe, and these are the recipes a consumer would find. A cocktail, you know, this is very, as you know, we include consumers. So this is the same cocktail, same recipe, but your submitted spirit will be tasted. And the best part is, to be selected first, second, third, this is going to be a blind tasting. Mm. It's a blind tasting. So you're submitting your spirit. It's going to be number 13. The judges will not know, are you Old Elk Bourbon? You know, are you, you know, what brand are you? They, they're, they're not going to know what brand. So for, for this competition, it's so New York Cocktail Expo. It celebrates mm -hmm. the iconic cocktails of time. This is the perfect conference to do it at. It, all of these amazing spirits that are out now, we, give, we have always given the small brand a platform to get out there and to do well. That's what New York Cocktail Expo has always been about for them to be involved. And it's literally these iconic cocktails of time with a New York bar that is that really represents the old-fashioned or really has represented the martini in a certain way or these specific cocktails to come be the mixologist you can tune in on zoom we're gonna have it all over the internet where people can watch the tastings a portion of it probably be like the Academy Awards we probably won't show every single one made because there you could have who knows 50 100 bourbon submissions there's so many um, but that's what this is. We are going to award the best spirits in cocktails and celebrate the iconic cocktails of time. And this is mm -hmm. really going to be the skeleton award show for everything else. So it's the best spirits in cocktails awards in New York Cocktail Expo Week. Oh, 
Sounds amazing. I love that. So, so uh, of course, the next question is going to be, Matt, is how do Harris and I get on the panel? <laughs> yes, we. Yep, we need bartenders. We need bartenders on the panels. We need beverage directors on the panels. We need we need cocktail enthusiasts who are on the panels who just like to drink the drinks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, abs- absolutely, you guys. Let's talk about that. But I, everyone I've talked to was like, "This is new. This is exciting. Like no one's doing like this. Like like wow. Like this is fantastic." That's awesome, man. I know. So Harris, we're I know excited Harris, about it. I know Harris wants to be on that blind tasting of the martinis. I'm, I'm yeah, no just uh, yeah, <laughs> just sign him up. The for problem that. is every martini wins, uh, so that's... <laughs> right, right, uh, right, right. But but, you but the, the second, but you know, quickly you get the best martini. <laughs> <laughs> but quickly, uh, quickly, I'll add to it. The reason why this is cool is because it's one recipe. You know, anyone, you know, this is obviously we're, we're consumer driven stuff. Mm. You know, even the other day, I I was like going to a pool party, and they said, Matt, would you make some pina coladas? And I said, Okay, yeah, I'll do it. And quickly with that, just being quick about things i said i ran up you know punch magazine i said up i'll use their pina colada recipe and i had just crossed an article that whatever had said oh you know uh, best uh, rum in the pina colada diplomatico yeah you know whatever one whatever it was i said that affected me in a way even as a person with my back and to say i'm going out quick easy i know where i can get this stuff and i have the recipe boom boom these are going to be great pina coladas and that made me purchase the diplomatico Mm -hmm. these these are valuable things and a cocktail enthusiast who's our audience more people are making cocktails at home yeah now yeah so what are they doing yeah how are they making their old their old fashioned most likely you know two three dashes of bitters you know they've got their simple syrup measurement half ounces sugar cube and they're doing two ounces of bourbon they're going to stir that up and they're going to go ahead and put an orange peel in there and that's how people are going to do it so it's not going to be um oh well our our old fashioned is maple syrup and smoke and and this is a fun it's no it's we're taking the most classic recipes of the iconic cocktails of time and riffing in and out those spirits to see the first, second, third in the best bourbon, old-fashioned best spirit in those cocktails, because that's typically oh, wow. probably what that top, probably what that co- in, in, in uh, cocktail enthusiast consumer is. That's the recipe they're going to be making it with the most traditional ones. Yeah, man. I mean, everybody, you know, I mean, you know, you talk to most people when it comes to martini. Everybody's got their their gin or their vodka that they like to use. You know, there's so like this is like. You know, and and that's and that's their choice. So this is this is really cool to kind of bring that that idea or that um, that want to the to the forefront. I mean, I know when I'm building cocktails, and Harris and I have have built many many cocktails together as well. Um, and I do, and I also do appreciate when when I hear another bartender, or another bar manager, or another mixologist talk in the manner of that. You know, like. Could this drink be made with another spirit or another another gin or another avaca or another rum? And it's and 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 the, and the answer is, yeah. But I built this cocktail around this spirit or this liqueur. exactly. And it, and like you, yeah, you could substitute another gin for it, I guess. But like you know, I there's certain spirits that that I have in my in my you know you know in my pocket that I'm like. That that spirit makes that cocktail. Without that right. spirit being in there, I'll, I'll name one, dude. Bar Hill Gin is one of those. Yeah, that's, those, that's, that's, that's one yeah. of those. Those one of those spirits. You know, it's it's not your everyday gin. Um, it's it's just a lot different. And I've, you know, one of my one of my more favorite cocktails that I've ever made. It's like if you don't have that spirit in that cocktail, then it is not that cocktail. 
It is. Right. It's, right. it's just not. Right. So, you know, I love when I when I love when I read you know recipes online. It's like so and so prefers this, and I guess that's a nice way of saying like, if you make it the way that I'm going to make it, man, it's going to be awesome. If you right. Also, <laughs> if, right, right. If you substitute another rum or another gin for it, it's probably still going to be a good drink, but it's not going to be awesome, right? Well, I think right. that's, that's what like differentiates classics versus sort of like house cocktails or signature cocktails. Is that this is like I mean, and and I mean with with well, Mike, I know with you, like you get so specific as to the as the liquor that it does it. You know, you can't. I know the cocktail you're talking about, the Moroccan Rose. You can't make the Moroccan Rose with anything other than Bar Hill Gin, in my in my opinion. Yeah. But like, right. You know, it, whereas you can take an old fashioned and you can do it with a thousand different whiskeys. Sure. And you could also sub in tequila. And I think that that's that's a really 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 clear def, uh, differentiation for me is is saying okay, the signature cocktails. This might be the best cocktail, in you know like like because I uh, you know like so so your signature cocktails those are the ones going into the best New York cocktail. Uh, competition right. whereas mm-hmm. now you're giving a chance of like standardizing it to each individual classic cocktail and subbing out which one you like i love that yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I i love that idea and yet then there's two points i just you know want to add to it one you know it's not it wouldn't be an original idea if it was like oh best old-fashioned how many best old-fashioned competitions of have course. there been so many and it's like here's my old-fashioned with this beer then that's the same old thing that's not what it is and it's 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 basically that Yo, this is the the classic old fashioned recipe. We're subbing in and out the spirit, and who is the best one for that classic recipe? That all everyone at home is most likely going to be making. They're not going to be making your mixologist fancy version how you've totally right. tweaked it mm-hmm. at home, and that, so that's really really what it's about. And secondly, what a, what a great once again, you know, to be able to say, hey, we were we were uh, literally awarded, you know, best bourbon in an old fashioned. These are people. This is some of the most popular drinks that people are always drinking, and they're always ordered on menus. So to 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 be a rep and to be able to walk into bar, pub, dive, gastropub, whatever cocktail bar you name it, and say, "Hey, we were literally voted as best, you know, best bourbon for old fashioned, you know, for 2020." I, I don't think that's going to hurt in their in their putting in their time no. and the value for their time. So I think it's really cool in in that way. It's a completely different kind of competition, guys. It's a blind tasting, yeah. no bias. <laughs> this is awesome, man. Uh, Matt, before I'm we, in. Be- I'm in. Yeah, Matt, cool. I'm in. I'm in. Sign me up, dude. I, however you want me to. I'll shake cocktails. <laughs> I'll clean the bathrooms. I'll do whatever it takes. Man. <laughs> just, just get me there. Oh, but man, it's, it's, it's all, it's all remote, get, Mike. You I'll, just have to clean your own bathroom. Oh, right, right, right. It's right. All remote. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Good, good, good stuff. Man. Awesome. Well, that, uh, yeah, that might take some time, so I'll get on it. Um, anyways, no, I'm just kidding, folks. I always keep a clean bathroom, dude. You can ask my wife, dude. It's fucking. Of course, nice. of it's course. like the thing that I always wanted. I, I, I have. I have had the cleanest bathroom through these quarantines, dude, because I'm, I'm so meticulous about it in general but now that i've been home more or especially when i was quarantined dude that thing was clean like every freaking day like if I so what spec- so what you're saying is you're saying like you want to get involved but doing the thing that you already do every day and clean your own i i, I don't know mike i'm questioning your loyalty to I, the, i'm to your well well i'm point. so i'm so good at cleaning the bathrooms i could probably judge and clean the bathroom at the same time is what i'm saying <laughs> anyways dude anyways we're not here to talk toilet to potty talk yeah, dude yeah. this isn't potty talk dude this right. is cocktail talk right right um yes yeah. So, so, before, so, yeah, so we're, but before, go ahead, go oh, ahead. No, go no, ahead. Man, I was just 
just going to say before we get into the other subject that we want to talk to, which is wellness cocktails, I know there is, and I know you touched upon it, there is another part of the New York Cocktail Expo, and that is the webinars, the seminars, and all that stuff. And I know you yes. do have one coming up, so I wanted you to be able to tell us a little bit about the seminars and about this new webinar that is coming up, I believe, in September, correct? Yes, yes, yes. So thanks so much for that. And as I said, we're, we're totally excited about the webinars and we, we're working with some great educators who have been with the Cocktail Expo to help us build it and do some things. And, you know, that is Shannon Mustafer, uh, mm -hmm. who is the live instructor uh, for Escape to the Tropics, which is our Tiki cocktail webinar. She's the best-selling author of Tiki Modern Tropical Cocktails, and she's a top 10 Tales of the Cocktail nominee. One of the best uh, human beings. One of the best human beings on this planet, hands down. Hands down, Absolutely. one of the best human beings on this planet. Absolutely. And, you know, we also have been working many years with the uh, executive judge of New York Cocktail Expo and of so many things, the creator of Rocky's Botanical Liqueur, mm. uh, master of milk punch, Eamon Rocky, uh, who teaches second us best, sous -vide Second cocktails. best person on this planet, <laughs> right. by the way. Rocky, sorry. Right. Shannon gets number one, right, right, you get yeah. number two. <laughs> both amazing people we we love to work together i love working with them yeah. uh and we also and newly added to our team a new educator is jonathan pogash the cocktail guru uh who most folks know in the industry as well and mm -hmm. and he has the cocktailguru.com which they do a lot of uh, virtual stuff online and, and products and and things and he's teaching our really our entry-level class which is the how to make cocktails class and also a new class we've added with him which is day drinking how to make brunch cocktails um so these are some of the classes and our style is we don't we don't do like 50 100 classes we kind of have flagship classes that we really like to hone in on and make really valuable for the attendee and then add a class and build on it and to refine the classes so they're like you know for many years people in the industry were like oh my gosh all the seminars are going to are so brand driven it's not about what the class is about and we were like yeah we're not doing that we want to make it educational so that's what we did and and these are the kind of classes we've been offering so the ones that we do have coming up and these are uh, free registrations. There's no ticket price or anything. We're, we're I'm I'm super excited because I love sherry. Oh. I'm totally into sherry. I'm so down with it. I know a lot of bartenders are, and it's like I want to know more. I want to know about sherry and how do I mix it into my drink. So we are doing knowing sherry with Tio Pepe Sherry Gonzalez Bias, who we partnered with, um, and we, that's going to be knowing sherry stories, love, and cocktails, and that's September. Uh, 14th. That's going to be September 14th. Mm -hmm. And you can sign on to that at NewYorkCocktailExpo.com or at Eventbrite. And that's going to be learning different styles of sherry, sherry production. Uh, and, and Alvaro uh, Franco Plata, who is the brand ambassador, is going to be teaching that. And then Eamon, is, Eamon Rocky will actually be showcasing how to mix cocktails with sherry and, and do that on September 14th. Awesome. Dude, that sounds. I'll, I'll be there. Harris? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be, we'll be I'm be in. There. Yeah. We'll both Done. be there. Yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah, and go to, uh, of course, go to NY Cocktail Expo on Instagram. The link is right there in the profile. Literally right now, if you're listening, boom, boom, one, two, you can just register. It is filling up quick because I'm like, well, this class is popular. People want to get down with Sherry. So sign up to that one. And then the next one, of course, we do have How to Make Cocktails with Jonathan Pogash on September 17th. And then we're going to have a lot of education at New York Cocktail Expo Week when those competitions are going on. So, you know, circle back for those. Phenomenal. Cool. Well, let's uh, let's let's move on. Let's let's uh, Matt. Let's talk about um, let's talk about your newish baby, I guess, if you will. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I, I'm I'm to start this off. We're gonna we're gonna talk about some some wellness cocktails. And again, you touched upon your, a little bit of yeah, go go wellness. 
Um, we're gonna talk. We're, <laughs> we're gonna. We, I, I'd love to get you know circle back on your 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 definition of wellness uh, cocktails and and where you might have came up with that name or where you might have grabbed it from. But first of all, man, um, what in your life or what what's your story with wellness cocktails, man? Why did you decide to bring this into light uh, for others and yeah. yourself? Yeah, no, thanks so much for that question. The, the backstory is, is key. I think everyone has their story who's gotten into a wellness lifestyle besides that it's become so popular over the last 10, 15 years with health trends rising. Um, yeah, so, I mean, you know, I, I get personal with it. You know, I, I have a background of I had depression for uh, clinical depression for seven years. Um, I had a circumstantial depression following that of three years after. This was from being misdiagnosed. Uh, and what I kind of call the Western medical complex, uh, where we, where we're really relying on all the doctors, all the, all this other stuff, but not realize, realizing how much personal power we have over our, our wellness. You know, I believe that healthcare is your body; that's your healthcare system and, mm-hmm. and everything. But we only learn that later on. Uh, some of us, um, I've it's this has come from a series of misdiagnoses and really just wanting to take all these different parts of my background. Um, as somebody who enjoys philosophy and psychology, as somebody who has overcome depression, uh, as somebody who loves to be a fitness person, you know, I've done multiple programs, Body Beast, if you follow my page, you know I do the Body Beast program, I had done the Folia P90X, like a radical those years, and I felt the very best in my life when I was healthy, that's when I had felt the absolute best, and I was happy for no reason at all, none. I was like high on life all the time for no reason at all. No, of course, not like a crazy person, not at a 10 when I'm mostly at an 8. And that's the best thing. And that's the best thing to be happy for no reason because no one can really take that from you. You're not happy because, you know, there's a pizza going to be delivered. You're happy just because your body is secreting good chemicals and energies um, that are naturally where you should be. Well said. Um, but then in 2018, after a horrible misdiagnosis, I was misdiagnosed for having colitis, uh, which is like a Crohn's disease. Um, which is really will rip your mind apart from thinking I can't do anything because I'm going to be running to the restroom to be personal about this every hour. Uh, it was going to change my whole diet. I am absolutely a foodie, drinky kind of person as well as a fitness person. And I was like, oh my gosh, my whole life is about to change. I had psychological turmoil for a month and a half going, how am I going to live? What am I going to do? Um, I looked at my whole bar and I was like, no, 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 no. All this has got to change. All these sweeteners went from all these, you know, refined sugars and other syrups to natural sweeteners. I started drinking a lot of uh, ginger and working with turmeric and going, I have to take this into my own hands and start to turn things around. Well, luckily I did. Those things kind of made me feel better. And it turned out, oh, it turns out you don't have colitis. You just had some inflammation. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, thank you, God, but I am done with the Western medical complex. I absolutely am taking health into my own hands and I'm taking every single bit of my background, marketing, health, fitness, my mixology background, and turning it into what is so, that word wellness is in your face 24-7 in 2018 to 2020. Um, It's everywhere. Magazine covers all this stuff. So it is absolutely the sign of the times. And of course, wellness cocktails was just like this boom. It was just like the serendipitous song in my head. I said, of course, Matt, wellness cocktails. Of course, bro. Of course, wellness cocktails. How can you now look at your bar, not as something that works against you, but something that's now going to amplify your healthy life, that's actually going to be part of stimulating your workout routine? Mm -hmm. Because 
once you start to take notice in nutrients and how ingredients work together and those things, oh my gosh, I'm going, hey dude, you're, you're, you're doing a strength training program today. Well, you just read that cayenne pepper and, and pepper and capsaicin increases blood flow, which delivers nutrients to the places that need it in your body more efficiently. Well, that's just one tiny little note. And how does that work into your post-workout uh, shake? Of yeah. course, you're throwing it in there because it delivers the proteins better to the muscles, right? And of course, gives you that endorphin rush for those good feelings and everything else. So this is breaking the ice into an amazing world of not only incredible drinks, new categories of drinks. There are no classic wellness cocktails yet. You want to make your name in the world of bartending? Good luck with all the, all the cocktails we've riffed to hell and back. Mm -hmm. It's not going to happen with those drinks. Well, there's a new category to do that in, and it's called wellness cocktails, and it's absolutely a passion. So that's my story on why just too many misdiagnoses and too much of a desire. I love being happy. I love life, and I love bringing people together and making a community, and I can't do that if I'm sick and depressed and horrible. Um, and this is, this is what it is. You, f you find that motivation. What is my motivation to be well? And if that reason is good enough, Oh boy, oh boy, you will follow through and you'll succeed and you'll be amazed at what you're doing years later um, after getting into this world of wellness. Mm. Mm. Wow. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I, lo I love every part of it. I feel like I'm at church. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, I don't know about you, Harris. I feel like I'm just like, man, I am in the presence of the wellness Lord. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, man, and, and i got a smile from fucking ear to ear thank you matt Glory, yeah dude. You, I, you know uh, dude the day can only get better from here man thank you awesome yeah, uh, yeah. thank you guys uh Harris. so so yeah, like yeah. when yeah when when you're when you're looking at ingredients i mean I, so are you researching just non-stop finding ingredients that are are are, are you know sort of tailor-made to these or that, that had these attributes or are you just looking in your pantry and saying hey i have this and oh shoot i didn't realize that turmeric had all these anti-inflammatory properties and ginger did this yada 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 or are you are right. you like actively going out and shopping for all these things like has it changed the way you shop like you know i think i asked like six different questions there but. <laughs> no 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 it's all it you know it's a it's first of all it's a great question it's something we talked to you know really a conversation with bartenders who can be intimidated by this topic and my job is to make it non-intimidating and simple if you concentrate on the nutrition aspects and how deep that goes, you, you could get overwhelmed very quickly. But it's not about that. This information, especially in the uh, internet age uh, and in the age of this uh, wellness revival, there's a lot of good information out there. So one, the answer is approach, right? Uh, you're looking at an infographic and in the, in the middle of a circle it says the word cocktail and all of the other sunbeams around that circle are your different approaches. So number one, you could say, hey, well, I've, I've made this drink with like, you know, pineapple and matcha and the cayenne and coconut milk and I've just been drinking it. Hey, why don't I just go check out and see what nutrients are in there and, and learn something? Oh my gosh. Well, I could market this drink as an immunity boosting cocktail. And I didn't even realize it because I didn't, I just thought it tasted good. <laughs> that's, that's one approach is like, using the flavor Bible to go, yeah, I want to, it's all peaches are in season. So I want to do something with like, you know, peaches and fennel and, and bourbon and whatever. And like, that's great. But like, whoa, did you know that peaches have these nutrients? And did you know that, that, that pecans are a good fat and they're good for your brain? And oh my gosh, like now I'm marketing of like, you know, drink this drink before you go take an exam cocktail. You know what I mean? Like it's, right. it's, 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 that's, that's one approach to it. But the other approach is, which is very important for health. 
Um, one, there are general things that are healthy, but two, the most important thing about health besides finding your motivation to be healthy is the term know thyself. I have, mm. hypothyroid, I have hypothyroidism, so if I want to customize a cocktail program for that hypothyroid diet, then there'd be four or five cocktails that I could make to say, these are thyroid friendly, they maintain my thyroid, they help me to, to maintain these levels and help to live a good life. Or you may have a, a problem getting to bed at night, so maybe there's a few cocktails that you're making with more magnesium. Or if you're at home and not at a cocktail bar, then you can add CBD. Um, and, and then you're stacking these things to say, well, you know, do I want this cocktail to be supportive of my desire to be more calm? Or do I want a full recommended dose? How much magnesium do I need in this cocktail to give me the desired effect of rather than taking a sleeping pill? So these, it's like, Today I'm going to, to shop for ingredients for a cocktail that I want to be a, a, a mellow cocktail menu. These are cocktails meant to mellow you out. Or I could do a cocktail program based on endorphin rush stuff that could have a lot of capsaicin ingredients, strawberry, dark chocolate, and you're researching ingredients that secrete endorphin out of the body, uh, endorphins out of the body that tap into serotonin and dopamine. So it's many different approaches, and that's what's exciting about it. So one, you could say, hey, I've got these cocktails and ingredients, let me, I already got this drink let me see what the nutrients are and learn more about it or I have an idea that I want to make a cocktail that's gonna make people feel happy or sad or I want some more endurance before I go to the gym so I'm making a tall tropical beet juice drink before I go on my run that's a large format tropical beet juice cocktail you know what I'm saying it's all about what is the function what are you going for or it's a delicious cocktail hey, it would be great to understand the, the nutrients in here, and maybe I can customize it after to be how I want it. You see what I'm kind of throwing at you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's, like, it's like there's, like, there's, two, there's two ideas, there's two ways that you can look at it, but they all meet at the same path at the very end is basically what, what, what I'm gathering for this whole thing is like you can, you can build it as a delicious cocktail or you could start off being like I want to – you know, I want to boost my immune system or help my thyroid or, you know, I got freaking terrible gas or whatever. I want to take care of that. Exactly. But both of those, but both of those lanes at, at one point will come together and you have an immunity booster or whatever you're trying to take care of and you have something delicious at the same time. And it's basically the same thing. It really is. And Correct, and, correct. God, Go I'm, I'm just like, I'm just like sitting here and I'm, you know, I, I, I go off on my own a little bit sometime during these podcasts and I'm just like, oh my God, I would love to build a freaking menu around this idea. Like I would just, I'm just right, like thinking right. about like the names that I would want to name the cocktails and like, how cool yep. would it be to like, <laughs> how cool would it be? I mean, you know, this is the thing, man. Like when I called you, Matt, and, and, you know, um, and I knew that, you know, we were going to talk about wellness cocktails, man. I just, it's, it's funny, man. I just did not think that we were going to be talking about these cocktails the way that we're talking about them. Um, right. You know, and, and, and dude, I consider myself a pretty healthy person, dude. And, and I'm starting to really dive into myself and taking, like you said, like taking charge of, of my health. And, you know, um, like, like you said, this is my, my healthcare is me. Um, but I mean, I never thought about, you know, like, we always think about like, oh my God, you got to like slug down that like nasty green drink, you know, that is like, yep. yeah, you know, and it's just like, Ugh, and like, I'm going to do it because, yep. dude, you know, this guy's doing it and blah, blah, blah. But it's yep. like so many things, dude, you can make just, just, just sing together and be delicious. And, and yeah. case in point, what we're drinking today, 
bringing it back to the cocktail that we're, we're drinking today. I mean, dude, this is freaking delicious, man. Yeah, thank you. And it's brother. not thank it's you. not like it's not like drinking a juice. It's it, it's it's so far removed from that. Yeah. It, you know, it, it, you know it, it's it's it would be easy to say, oh yeah, it's just oh you're just juicing stuff things. It's not that. It's it's like a, it's a it's a. Yeah, I, I feel like I, uh, you know. Well, yeah, you're. Anytime that's, I think of juice, I think of cleanses. This is not that. This is something that's a, an addition, a fun addition to your life. That's help. That's also healthy. I feel. Well, like. well said. Well said. Um, well said, uh, Harris. I mean, yeah, man. Like that's. I think that's where the cocktail part comes in, dude. It's the mm-hmm. enjoyment part of it. Is is where yes. the word cocktail is because I mean, as you know, as all of us know, I mean, where the cocktail has come in the last ten years. I mean. You know, it used to be, like, the thing that people would order every once in a while, and then everybody be drinking, like, you know, either, um, you know, a beer or a spirit need or whatever. It's like, now it's like most bars, this is 60%, 70% of their sales, you know, are cocktails. Mm-hmm. And that's because people enjoy yeah. them, right? I and mean, that's simply saying, yes. like, that's because people enjoy them. So this whole concept of these two words is really, really, um, is really, really exciting, dude. Um, and I'm coming, Thank out of, you. I'm coming out of it, um, you know, being really, really excited one about my health and, and how to, um, how to, uh, to put that, put those two together, the, the wellness and the cocktails. Now, Matt, with that being said, man, I mean, now is it, is it, yeah. is it okay for me to, you know, enjoy some booze in my wellness cocktails, dude? <laughs> or is it, yeah, is yeah. that like, I mean, is that just like a no, no, you know? Right, right. The question on everyone's mind, which is is very exciting part of the conversation for me. And, and just to, to dovetail that last part of the conversation, I want to remind you, people are not running in and out of Starbucks all day long uh, for alcohol. They're not. There's no alcohol right. in those drinks. Yeah. Uh, people are not going and stuffing their face with ice cream and milkshakes. Um, yeah, we have boozy milkshakes, but the category of milkshakes, as long as they've been around, because they have alcohol in them. And also, as a bartender who's making craft cocktails, uh, to put quotes around that, are, are you making, spending three weeks to three months on your perfect cocktail, having all your respected friends taste it to dial in so much because you want to get your guests drunk as hell? Or is it because you want to make a delicious, seamless cocktail with great ingredients that they're going to want to order again and again and get that face when they take a sip and go, wow, that's delicious? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. These are the things that you have to remember when we're talking about drinks and I personally think that bartenders make the best drinks so the fact that we haven't been making wellness cocktails this whole time is is a two-part answer is that one it's like oh my gosh you know who's this guy on the internet on this YouTube video dropping in like all this like store-bought stevia with like tons of ginger juice unbalanced amount of lemon go and drink this it's healthy and then you drink oh my gosh that's awful meanwhile a great bartender can be putting together something balanced and seamless and also be knowledgeable enough to know the the caloric value what's in there the glycemic index how the sugar rates on there and you know and, and giving you something delicious to drink so remember we don't crave these drinks just because of booze just because of it it's a part of it it's because man tiki drinks are delicious booze are not they're layered they're flavorful there's all this stuff going on yeah. uh in the body beast program i was allowed i had to oh my gosh there were so many calories i had to get on so many fruits do you have any idea how much tropical cocktails helped me get through those calories because i was mm-hmm. bodybuilding a little mm-hmm. bit mm-hmm. it was like great i was like okay i need two healthy fats i need this amount of the uh fruits today well guess what pineapple juice coconut milk is a healthy fat 
the cinnamon and all the, the the lime juice in there, all the flavors I was adding were totally a part of my diet, totally part of those macronutrients, but I was just being a bartender and making a cocktail, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is a delicious drink. Who cares if there's any booze in this or not? Um, no, that's, so, that's, and that that's, brings that's, us... That's such a fair... That's I mean, God, it's, you know, we will get to our bad Yelp reviews of otherwise excellent places, and one of my favorites is always people that, like... Oh, I, you know, I had five of these cocktails and I was barely, you know, barely toasted, you know, and it's like, dude, you're drinking a cocktail. You're not drinking straight spirits, man. Like, that's the mm -hmm. thing. Like, we right. don't. You're right. Like, Harris and I, again, have created a lot of drinks together. We've created a lot of drinks separately together. I have never once in my life, and Harris, please back me up on this, or I, you know, whatever, I never have been like, Dude, this drink is gonna get you loaded, and it's gonna be awesome. Like that has never right. come out of my mouth, yeah. dude. Never. Yep. It's yep. always been like, right. wow, there actually is there booze in this, or you know, right. like you know, you definitely want the spirit to shine. You definitely want it to, you know, um, um, be involved with the cocktail. But there is never a part in in me making drinks that has ever been like, I want to make a cocktail that's gonna get everybody fucked up. Well, yeah, I, you know, Josh, uh, it was Josh Mazza uh, uh, from Spring 44 who said that, um, you know, one of one of the characteristics of a good cocktail is crushability. And can you have 16 of them? And I think that 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 you that's something you should go for is, is something that like yep. it's not so sweet that it's going to kill your palate and you can't drink another one. It's not so boozy that you can't have another one. I think that, that like that's so overlooked. Um, you know, when when people are making cocktails, but like a, a good martini for me is not one that just tastes like hot, hot, hot gin. Yeah, it tastes it it it's a, a beautiful balance of, of of dry vermouth and and gin with plenty of water and some citrus in there that I can have three of them before dinner and not feel like I'm about to pass out. Right, right. I mean, who's, yeah, who's yeah, those, kidding? Like, Six of them before so, dinner. Let's be honest. Yeah, so <laughs> crushable cock, <laughs> crushable cocktails versus like sessionable beers. It's that idea right. you could just put a bunch of them down. Um, so so this yeah. is one of my favorite questions. Okay, cool. um, you know, does does wellness mean no ABV? Does it mean low ABV? What's the deal with alcohol, and and can I enjoy it? And and the truth is. Um, going past all the biases and all we've created throughout time with how we see cocktails today in wellness cocktails we completely rem we move the lens away from every the every way that people are looking at it now because it certainly means both and knowing where alcohol has its place in wellness and before i start this part of the talk it's like i i, I you know part of your thinking of this and, and doing your research and study is like you imagine being at the doctor's office and they're going to give you a shot in the arm, you know, for whatever medication or after, and they take a little swab and they take alcohol and they, and they rub your, your skin. They're going to disinfect. And right away you see that that type of alcohol, this ethanol, has a function on the body. It's, in, it's external. It's doing something. And yet alcohol going inside might be also internal, but it's also external to any organs or veins or cells or other things that it's interacting with, right? So you see that certainly alcohol has its place in different applications. So what, where does alcohol have its place in wellness cocktails when it comes to the dosing? And one, of course, is that you can use the term medicinal dosing 
which might not be as what we want to have as a standard in the wellness cocktails practice, but it's about dosing. If you're just making any claims, and you can look at the stuff that, oh, rum, white rum is good for HDL cholesterol, you know, and, and, and vodka is a blood thinner. You can read all these health claims and benefits from, from peer-reviewed scientific articles and all this stuff, and, and also wine having resveratrol, okay, all these things which have health benefits. You have to a ask the question in wellness cocktails. Okay, great. Well, how much and how often and when? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. How how this only comes, okay, if you're going to have, let's say, I don't really drink that much, really. My tolerance is way down. So uh, today I'm going to have eighth ounce, quarter ounce of white rum in my drink. In those circumstances, guess what? You may receive whatever medical benefit or health benefit or the ter right terminology is, but only when it's like that. For example, if I make a claim to you and I say, oh, raisins are healthy for you but I just ate a whole bag of raisins? Well, no, they're not. Not right now. I had, I had too many raisins. Um, I had probably a sugar spike, and I'm running to the bathroom, buddy, with all this fiber like you wouldn't believe. So right now, I'm sorry, that is not healthy. And it's the same thing we've done uh, with cocktails. Two, one and a half ounce to two ounces of, of booze per cocktail. It doesn't matter if it's a balanced ratio between the sweet and the sour. That is a lot of booze per one drink that we have cultured our culture to that amount of booze. So if you ask someone, hey, how many drinks do you usually have when you go out? Oh, I usually have about three. Yeah, well, they're talking about what they've been cultured to. They're talking about the, how the standard we make. So we may have to take a look through wellness cocktails. I've had, you're, saying, we, you're saying like I've had six ounces of, of, of vodka. Like that's basically Correct. When, you, when you say like I've had three drinks, I've had six ounces of vodka. Correct. Right. And we might have to say we might have normalized high tolerances that are not healthy for the body and alcohol abuse. We might have normalized it through this stuff. Right. Okay. And that's a very, very sharp look. We're going to have to look at this as an industry. Those that are getting involved in wellness cocktails and low ABV cocktails and no ABV cocktails, etc., take a sharp look and understand this is a perception thing. Okay, oh. low a low ABV is only low ABV because the other cocktails are way high octane cocktails. Mm. You know, half yeah. half an ounce of bourbon in your drink that's a that's a perception value. Whether or not we've standardized what is low ABV and high ABV as far as standards in our industry, that's irrelevant to the human person. It's irrelevant because if I haven't been drinking for a while and I have a guys, I guys, I had stopped drinking for three months and I said, you know what? I feel like having some Nolets and soda today, some gin. And I, I put a quarter ounce and I, I filled up the rest of the Collins glass. Totally tall. It was only that. And guys, I was like, whoa, I'm buzzed. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I feel mm. like I've had three, three drinks. Yeah. So now you're, you're, you're talking about managing tolerance. Um, and so that is not in wellness cocktails. We don't have low ABV. We have alcoholic cocktail. The low ABV, ABV terminology is only for the traditional cocktail world, really. Mm -hmm. It's basically like this is low ABV compared to like, you know, you're at a party. It's a low ABV bar. It's a wellness bar. Four of your friends are drinking like a tropical cocktail with like a quarter ounce of rum in there. You pull up with the old fashioned, swinging in. Someone's going to pat you on the shoulder and say, hey, is everything all right? Like, do you need to talk? Are things okay? It almost like, look, why do you need that much alcohol when we can enjoy the recreational benefits because we're managing our tolerance and we're also getting 
getting, if there's any claims of health benefits here, we only get them in small medicinal doses from alcohol. So wellness cocktails teaches more responsible use of alcohol in culture. If you're in Brooklyn and there's five wellness bars in a certain area and that's where everyone's going, I guarantee you their tolerances are changing and that area is changing culture. I guarantee it. And that's just that's just one point here. The other thing for where does alcohol have its place in wellness cocktails as a solvent, ethanol as a solvent. <laughs> you know, right. if you want to if you're getting into the geeky part of, of wellness mixology, which we can get into and you're trying to be like, well, I want to make a cocktail with uh, turmeric. Uh, because I want it to be like anti-inflammatory and I, and I want it to market this thing with like an earthy flavor. But guess what? You also know that the body doesn't absorb turmeric really well unless it's combined with a fat and piperin from black pepper. So mm-hmm. when you get those ingredients together, you're maximizing, you're increasing the anti-inflammatory capacity of the turmeric. The fats are now allowing it because it's fat soluble to be absorbed into the body. Right. So you're saying, hey, well, how am I going to go ahead and extract the piperin from the pepper to make my smart syrup or, or whatever I'm doing? So maybe you're going to use alcohol as a solvent. So so once again, it's medicinal doses, understanding how much can you get a, a, a health benefit uh, from from some kind of alcohol, whether it be gin, tequila, etc. And those are out there understanding doses and when um, understanding that it can be used as a solvent but also that we are shaping the philosophy of wellness cocktails is that we're using alcohol more responsibly with lower amounts because when your tolerance is low, you're still getting the recreational benefit, but you're not abusing your liver. Right. So, so you're just sculpting your perception to go, yeah, I went out, I had some drinks, and I, I had a buzz on. I felt good. I didn't go over my limit because I care about my wellness. Um, but, like, I don't know. If this was three months ago when I was drinking all the time, I would have had to have six cocktails. Last night I had two, and then I had a couple of Reviver drinks that were like, you know, no ABV drinks, just wellness cocktails. And then I went back to another one, and it was great. And you're going to be better off for that. Oh, uh, yeah. You are. I love that. Yeah, you yeah, really, yeah. really are. And then, and then the last thing I will say is that wellness is also about philosophy. And guess what, guys? Life is hard for everyone. Everyone mm-hmm. has those I want to die moments. We all relate. In wellness, in wellness, we look to say how can we relate with each other, not how we're different. Because you have to build a wellness community, right? And everyone has those I want to die, I want to leave the planet moments. Oh, my gosh. And you know what? Sometimes you got to go out and get boozy. Sorry. I've had a couple of times <laughs> when I had to go out and go, I am going to tie one on tonight. And if you're doing it every night, that's a problem. But if you said, you know what, tonight I need to just say forget the world, forget everything, I want to have a few drinks. No, we don't promote alcohol abuse. Clearly, you see from what I'm saying, we might have normalized alcohol abuse. But you know what? Every now and then, somebody needs to get away and escape and maybe maybe indulge a little bit. So those are about four points where alcohol does have its place in wellness. And we need to remove our current perception, which is how can you tell people alcohol's um, a, a wellness thing? Well, that's because you're staring at a martini or an old fashioned. I'm asking you to change the lens to the alcohol swab on the arm where you see function and then understand a low ABV dose or a, a medicinal dose of alcohol at a frequency that can be considered responsible use. Because you got to have balance in life, guys. We can't be, we're not all going to be priests. So there you go. <laughs> Wow, well said, dude. Wow. Oh, jeez. Wow. Well, well said, man. Yeah. Um, wow. 
Man, I just went to I went to church. I've gone to college today. I, you know, I mean, God, I think, man, I think I'm I, working on my master's now. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I told you guys this is a this is a big category. I spent yeah. so long. I was like, God, I was like, Matt, this is a huge topic. Take a step back and package it from like you know beginner class, intermediate to advanced. Because yeah, there's a lot there. Um, right. But yeah, guys, this this is. This is the world of wellness cocktails. We might, we this might, awesome. yeah, we might have to have episode two on this one, there, Harris. Yeah, I think, yeah, this is this. this, might, this uh, it, it, there's this, there might have to be a second part to this going down the road. Sure, oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, well, dude. Oh man, Matt. Well, Harris, yeah, and Matt, and everybody out there listening, um, all, all, all three of you. Um, the old running joke dude of Harris. So I'm going to take it this time. I think we're uh, up to four. Uh, are we up to four? Yeah. My, well, mine doesn't really count anymore either because now I'm, you know, I'm just <laughs> so shit, We're back down to three. We're back down to three. <laughs> um, Matt, dude. Um, dude, this is all great. Um, I, I think we, I mean, I'm hoping that somebody, you know, out there listening has like kind of like, um, maybe this is a little bit of a wake up call to some people and maybe somebody will like you know turn the corner a little bit you know i i just like it it, it you know i mean we were all young at one point um you know we all we all done like you said sometimes we you know we need to blow off some steam and stuff like that but it's like i truly believe that everybody when they're out drinking with their friends and out enjoying you know some some libations with their friends like Nobody wants to be that dude that's passed out, dude, in the banquet, dude, and everybody's no. like having a good time still. Like nobody wants to get to that point, you know. Like nobody yeah. really truly starts off their night being like, dude. I mean, I don't know. Maybe some people do. I definitely don't. But I mean, I would like to think that most people don't start off their night being like, I'm gonna get so freaking wasted. I'm gonna black out, dude. And somebody's gonna have to take me home in a freaking Uber cab, and yeah. I'm not gonna know who they are. And I'm gonna get dropped off at my doorstep, and I'm gonna go through all freaking sixty of my keys and still not be able to get into the door. Like that is not how people yeah. want to start off their night. And it's just like this this whole function of of wellness and like you know you don't have to be drink like like you said you know it's 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 all it's it's all it's all personal, man. Like. Hey, you know what? Maybe you don't like cucumber juice or maybe you don't like fruity drinks or whatever, but it's like wellness can mean so many things to so many different people. You know, it's just yeah. like I think your main point and, and such a beautiful point is, dude, that it's like it base it is it's 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 taking care of yourself and making sure that you are first and foremost taking care of yourself and taking care of those that are around you and enjoying those people yeah. that are around you. You know that's what yes. that's that's why we get together. That's why we get together yes. and drink together. It's not it's not it's not because we want to like consume 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 consume. That's yep. just us not being in control of what we're doing and and not yeah. taking responsibility for our health or for our wellness. That's what that is. Right. Yep. So absolutely. So really man, is. dude, I'm I'm I, again I'm I'm uh, it's it's been awesome to have you on the show um harris thank you thank you so much i think uh, i think it's about that time uh i think it's about that time mike i think it's about that time for my favorite part of the show switch, um switch, uh, up, switch up the gears a little bit here slightly different gears uh, we've had so much positivity there's time for some negativity um, uh mike would, would you would you do us the honors yes folks it's time for bad yelp reviews of otherwise excellent places 
Beautiful. <laughs> Harry, Beautiful. Harry, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, that was an excellent. That was great. I, I think it's the wellness. I think it's the ginger, dude, in, in the, in the yeah. drink. It really, like, allowed. I had the, I had the nice saliva buildup in there, the cucumber. Woo. I mean, dude, my, there was a bit of a zing to that, even. I, right, like, right. I, was, yeah. I, was, I, like, I was gonna say you beautiful can't, inflection. Yeah, you guys can't you guys can't smell it, but my breath is just delightful right now as well. Oh, I assume that it always is. Fine. So I many assume. benefits, so many benefits, guys. Uh, but Harris, uh, Harris, you gonna you gonna kick yours off, dude? You gonna do yours first? Yeah, today? Uh, right. yeah. So 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 the uh, the place that I have um, is a place that I'm sure we've all been to, uh, Katana Kitten, oh. uh, down the West Village. Yeah. Uh, it was just rated uh, like top top five bars in america i think i mean it's it, it, top 10 or something like that it's 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 an awesome bar uh uh ja- a japanese bar they do a lot of fusion stuff uh they do uh suntory highballs on draft that are yes. just out of this world good but um one person uh had a very very negative review of it. <laughs> this is z yun z uh, he gave it one star this is from 12 13 2019 and it's a short it's a short review. Um, uh, he says it is just too mediocre. As the top fourteen bar around the world, I mean it's nothing wrong with dive bar unless you want to spend sixteen dollars for just a glass of highball. The food here is kind of normal. I have no idea, but about why it called katana kitten, and has been marked as a Japanese bar. Seem like there's nothing can related to Japanese drink styles instead of the cat. Just don't spend money on this place. Okay. It doesn't worth it. I have tried almost all of the all top fifty bars in NYC. This one is just too mediocre. And I, you know, <laughs> I, uh, oh man, Did there's it, a lot. There's a lot to unpack. Matt, uh, Matt. By the way, Harris reads the Yelp reviews verbatim. So, yeah, you know, no, I, it's, I'm not helping anybody out. <laughs> um. So you know, I, I I looked I looked this guy up, and he has two reviews. Uh, one is a one star review of Katana Kit, and the other one is a five star review of a barber shop. So okay. I don't okay. think he's That's a frequent fine. Yelp That's user. Fine. But you know, yeah, what, yeah. whatever. Um, right. He, the other the other the review just doesn't cut it. But I'll exactly. <laughs> so, um, you know, I I, I I guess I guess I guess he was walking into this place, walking into Katana Kit, and, and expecting sushi. Or or something along those lines, or or just someone like beating him over the head with a samurai sword, or something along those lines, <laughs> saying, "This is oh, Japanese. No. This is Japanese." Um, right, right, right. Oh, man. Z and Z, uh, he's you he's mi- a character. You, uh, you missed you missed the mark, basically. <laughs> you really did, and you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, God, dude. I mean, I I, I have had the fortunate, you know, uh, to you know, work for um, a liquor brand in the past that we were, you know, Masa with, with Katana Kitten was one of our, you know, he's, he always had a cocktail with, with the brand that I worked with on the menu. And I've got to have, I've had many, many conversations with the man. And uh, first of all, his, his knowledge is unbelievable when it comes to you know, cocktails and then, I mean, Japanese culture and, and Japanese, you know, him being Japanese, of course, yes, but he has taken so much time to dive into um, what Japanese culture is. And more importantly, the way that he speaks about it, it's his story. 
Mm. So Katana Kitten, what's this guy's name? Ziyun Z. Ziyun. I'm sorry, buddy, but you missed the mark because this is <laughs> this is this is their story, and I think that's huh. a lot of times people go into places and they just totally miss it. That it's like this is the story that we are trying to tell you. And it's not going to be just black and white. It's not just going to be a Japanese bar. It's not just going to be an American brasserie. You know, like, we're all influenced by different things. The one thing that I love, love about Katana Kitten is that you go in there, and yes, it's, like, got, like, you know, he's got, like, you know, some Bruce Lee posters up. Dude, he's got, of course, he's got the kitten up there. He's got some very, you know, he's got the swinging lamps, you know, by the door. But also, you're not yeah. sitting there listening to Japanese pop music, dude. Like, you're listening to freaking American right. rock and roll. Which is like, right. and, 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 I've, and I asked him that. He's like, dude, it's what I like to listen to, man. He's like, I don't like to listen yeah. to Japanese pop. I love freaking American rock and roll. It's what I listened to as a child. This is like, this is his his story that he is telling and I'm, i feel like yeah. <clears throat> i'm sorry you missed the mark there buddy i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah. i'm sorry <laughs> but you know what it's all your fault it's all your fault i feel That's like right, zebo zebo whatever i feel like i feel like mr zebo or mr z and z uh i feel like he's the type of person who walks into an irish bar and expects every day to be saint patrick's day with you know plastic shamrocks up on the wall and, right, and right. Irish flags the pot of gold? Yes. all yeah. over, yeah. and you know what? He can find all those things in a little place called Midtown. Yeah, and you know, it, it, it's uh, it's uh, I, I I think I think I think you're absolutely right. I think he was just confused and he didn't pick up on the subtleties. Um, Oh boy, Z and Z. Uh, you need to. You need to. And, 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 and by the way, the food mediocre, dude. That's a. Oh my god. Matt, have yeah. you been to Katana? Um, Matt, Matt, you've been to Katana Kid. I, I have it. It's one of the places that I had wanted to visit and hadn't got to. Oh so, man. You know, because I mean, look, you you go to the you know the Instagram. Obviously, the imagery is lovely and all of the style and everything that he's putting his personal touch on, and it's just so appealing, you know. Um, I hadn't been able to visit, but Dude, yeah, Matt, I'm, I'm Matt, very, very aware of reputation. Every, good reputation. Matt, I know. Every you. time I walk in there, oh, I, I, I say, oh, I'm only going to spend twenty dollars on the, you know, a right. drink. And, oh no, <laughs> Matt, <laughs> Matt, I know, I know, I know you are. I know you're a garnish guy, and I know you like to eat your garnish. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm telling you, man, dude. Okay, so the freaking, if you want it this way, it comes out this way, so you don't even have to ask for it. But the Japanese highball, it's it's got this yeah. little salted Japanese plum that oh, it comes awesome. with, dude. And it is just like uh, it is the perfect bite. And you just like kinda you like you wanna like nibble it like remember like Tom Hanks dude in freaking big where he takes the little the mini corns yeah. and he's just like mm, you know, remember that? <laughs> yeah. Like that's what you wanna do. Because yeah. you yeah. want a bite of this little tiny like you know, it's no bigger than a blueberry, dude. And you want a little right, right. you want a little bit of that bite, dude. You also don't want to be the assholes like, Can I have four of those? So you you, yeah. you know, yeah. you, you you take it as it is, but it is like, oh my god, it is the most awesome thing. And the food, uh, the food is incredible. Mr. Zebo, whatever the hell your name is, get off right. the Z and Z. Mr. Z, Z and Z. Get off the oh, damn God. internet, dude. 
go get your hair cut oh, more because yeah. obviously go you like your to get hair. your hair cut more than going to freaking cocktail bars, dude. So, <laughs> so um, let it grow out, man. Let it grow out. <laughs> you let it grow all out. Right, yes. All right, all right. <laughs> Clearly a reputable review. We can we can oh, tell. I, I really can't wait to. So yeah. Uh, anyway, um, all right, Mike. What, what do you got for us? Okay, what do you got man. For us? So another bar that I know we all really really enjoy. We've all frequented it a couple um, many many times. I know I've I've met Matt there randomly without him even knowing there a couple times, and that is Donna in Brooklyn. One of my favorite oh, bars. Oh, um, I love Dada. Innovative, dude. The space is absolutely beautiful. It's one of my favorite. Beautiful. One of my favorite spaces, uh, for sure. Um, and then you know the to-go to- to- cocktails. Uh, I'm sorry, the to-go uh, tacos and and all that good stuff, dude. And that brings me to this review of uh, of Donna, um, which was made by our good friend uh, in Brooklyn, New York, Mumu. I, th- I think I'm saying this right. It's M-U-M-U. So I'm going to go with Mumu M. Uh, from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, he gives it one stars. Uh, and this douchebag did it during COVID on 88220. <laughs> oh, no. 2020. Oh, so no. Uh, he's one of those guys. Harris, one of your favorites. No. Yep, he's already That's a terrible person. He's already oh, a terrible God. person. Yeah, right. yeah, um, yeah. So here we go. $19. $19 for four tacos. Takeout, by the way. I order one chicken and and shrimp, two shrimp per taco with a bunch of nonsense. Three stars because of the pandemic, but deep down, one star. I couldn't believe it and have to ask my date if he, if he heard $19 as well. Nothing special. I had better tacos from my local food truck for half of that. Outrageous. Usually... <sighs> I would say, give it a try, and you might like it, but you might have to rob a bank as well to eat here. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. The, oh. A, a very, very sharp palate on, on this review. Oh, jeez. Okay, so. Yep, break it down there, Harrison. All right, so, all right, all right, all right, all right. You go out to the, you go out to the taco truck. How many? You get, like, uh, like two tacos for, yep. what, six bucks? Yep. Okay, so you're getting so so double that you're paying twelve bucks. So for she, it's just a three for nine deal. Yeah, yeah, like a three, the, a three for the, nine at the taco trucks. I mean, going rate. I'll I'll admit, uh, it's it's a it's a little bit high. I mean, it, but it you're is. not ordering at the taco truck. You're not ordering at a restaurant. Like, <laughs> yeah, what? exactly. Like they don't. And that's the point. I mean, you know, I don't think most places bargain do their to go as well. Like they <laughs> they charge the same price. You know, if anything, oh they, if God. anything, they should probably charge more because they you should charge for the paper bag and the utensils that go in it and the hot sauce package and all that stuff. Yeah. They probably should charge you more. Mumu. Yeah. Oh my God. But yeah. Mumu. 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 I'm sorry, dude. It, it, it's you know you you yes you should have gone to the taco truck then. Don't go to Donna and oh, get yeah. tacos if you don't want to pay nineteen dollars you know, for them. Moo moo this is the doo doo that you do, and you know <laughs> this is not the right. And and the point, guys, the other point is besides dismantling somebody's perception, they don't understand quality and they don't understand the difference between of the taco course. truck and some places. I, I, I was going to is that 
is that the, it's it, it deserves to be roasted because once again, the decency and non-decency, we are in a pandemic. To be doing any three one-star reviews during this time for any reason is atrocious. <laughs> don't be doing and I, and I got to tell you, if you know the place at all, Donna is this incredible bar. I mean, oh, I remember beautiful. the first time that I went there and looked at the cocktail menu, I was like, I'm going to be here for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I, you know, yep. and I was, and I was like, man, this is such a cool thumbprint on this tropical cocktail category, man because their drinks bro i was like whoa i would know this in, in tiki you know there's a lot of criticism and tropical cocktails about them all blending in together and they try to do variations and there's a lot that blend in together and so many of the drinks i was like whoa thumbprint whoa trademark whoa its own identity whoa that's tough yeah. to do like man loving the sherry in this drink and like whoa and like i just blown away by that place and as you said mike it's a beautiful layout um, and the fact that they're open there to go by to open the window and serve you tacos and drinks i mean you better thank your lucky stars you've got donna around because <laughs> yeah, sure. uh, i certainly am yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah oh, dude. great to, place to that the, we want to see do well to the moon Moo. to the moon buddy to oh, the moon yeah, go, as yeah go jump you know, over the moon Moo. You know, it, I, I, we always extend the invitation to every single person that we read their Yelp review that they're allowed to come on the show and defend themselves. But I don't think we can do that. Because, they, because oh, because, we got a call coming in. There's a call coming in because because Mumu is very likely going to be in jail from robbing all these banks to pay for their taco habit. Um, right. But uh, Me, this is Bonnie and Clyde. We had no idea. Oh, yeah, they're on a streak. They're robbing taco joints. You know? <laughs> oh, my. No, they're not. They're not robbing the taco joints. They're oh, paying over see? price for the tacos. <laughs> and then they're doing Yelp reviews. And this is their whole caper. By the you way. know, it's maybe we've caper. maybe we've misunderstood Moomoo entirely. Maybe Moomoo's kind of a heroic figure in all this. <laughs> Because like what 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 Moomoo is trying to do is say like hey I'm not gonna like disenfranchise the taco joint instead I'm gonna steal from the banks Moomoo's a modern day Rob, Robin Hood y'all yeah. like like straight straight Woo! through oh, oh man dude. Robin from the rich to uh, get to the taco Prince of Chives <laughs> or Prince of Cheese I don't know I Robin I, I, I changed I changed okay. my mind Moomoo come on the show anytime you want and also if you need a getaway driver uh. I'm up there. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Oh, good one, guys. Good one. Good oh, one, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. All right. Well, y'all, uh, this has been such a great episode. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, do, does anybody have any uh, have any good recommendations? Matt, do you, have a, do you have a recommendation you want to throw out there? For a book? A recommendation? A yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I just want to point to, you know, the Food Bible did put out a vegetarian version. Oh, I don't know if folks are into that. Oh. They put out a vegan version, which is going to be a really cool resource, especially for wellness stuff. Uh, so you might want to take a look Ooh. into that. Um, and also just kind of get into some, um, you know, foraging information. But I, I do want to encourage everybody to, you know, start to do more of the research and uh, you know, look at the Food Journal of Science, and there are a great, lot of great resources out there for really, really great scientific information, um, and to look at some the universities and colleges, and um, you know, as we connected with CBD producers back when the CBD craze was, look to connect with those that are food scientists, nutritionists, dietitians. Connect with them as a resource to add to your bar team and to your knowledge team and your wellness community to really start sharing information and working together. I think it's a great ah. thing. And the last thing I want to add, last thing I want to add on wellness, guys is that right now as a bar, the biggest thing is a marketplace for wellness. If you're not in this marketplace and producing wellness cocktails, you're missing out on a huge marketplace that the smoothie places, the juice places, and the Whole 
Foods markets have already tapped to, and they're they're winning right now. And there's no reason the bars shouldn't be doing this, especially with you know those headlines are going to come out talking about a second wave. Wouldn't you like to be selling some immunity boosting wellness cocktails right now? You're probably going to give you a boost in sales and give you something really marketable to do right now. I would suggest that bars get start doing some wellness cocktails for this time. Great, rec- yeah. great excellent. recommendation. Excellent, excellent. I'm, I mean, uh, I'm, Mike- I'm, I'm bringing it. I'm bringing it to. I'm bringing it to the place that I work for sure, dude. Um, uh-huh. yeah, definitely. I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm excited about, you know, I've got fall cocktails coming down the line, dude. Um, but I'm flipping the script, dude. I'm, I'm not, I'm going to, I'm going to pitch wellness cocktails to go on my menu. I'm not, I want to, yeah, I want to get awesome. rid of the zero proof. I want to get rid of the mocktail, dude. I'm going to go with wellness, man. I love it, dude. And yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to pitch yeah, it. Wonderful. And, and I'm, so I'm taking the recommendation. Um, my recommendation. But all you have to do for the pitch is have them listen to this episode, and we get one more listen. Right, dude. Right, exactly. There you go. There you go. I'll make. I'll just. I'll just shove everybody's face in it. Just be like, you listen to this. <laughs> you listen to Matt Corey. He's a good man. <laughs> He's a good man. I'm telling you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh man, dude. Yeah, man. I've got a recommendation, dude. One of my favorite spots in Astoria, and you know what, man? They did me well. After not doing me well, they did me well. Um, oh. I've been I've been going to um, I've been going to JJ's uh, Fusion uh, Sushi for a long, I long. I love JJ's man um, for a long, long time. Um, and one of the first times that um, that my family and I decided to um, you know embark on the journey of getting food delivered to our home during the uh, during the quarantine days. Um, I think it was like 45 minutes had passed and I called them up and I was like, Hey guys, just to let you know, I think my, my app just told me that, um, my food was delivered, but there's nobody at my door and there's nobody that's rang my phone, you know, rang my door or called me on a phone and it ends up, dude, they totally never made my order. Like they totally, like, I think, I think honestly, I think it came down to like somebody new was working on the tablets that day and they totally botched my order and just totally like threw it out or whatever. Mm. So of mm. course, dude, they made that order right away. Um, and they said, we'll get it out to you. Um, and, 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 you know, I was like, great, awesome. And, you know, of course, dude, mistakes happen. I'm not yelling and screaming at the person. I'm like, great, awesome. I'm getting my food. Awesome. I hang up the phone. I get another phone call back that day and it's the owner of JJ's apologizing and also asking me if I wanted my money back. And I said, hell no. I'm like, I know what the struggles you folks are going through. I know, um, I know, you know, everybody needs, you know, I'm willing to give this money that I've worked hard for at to you at this time. Cause I know you guys need it as much as I do. No way. Anyways, food shows up in 20 minutes. We really enjoy it. All right. And, yeah, and, right. and JJ's uh, fantastic sushi. It's it's totally it's, it's totally. awesome. Um, what what also happened that day is I'm a big fan of uni, and they do not have they did not yeah. they did not have uni on that day, so um, they they substituted with something else. Well, two weeks down the road comes here the other the other day. I'm stuck by myself, ice in my shoulder from my bike accident. My family's away. I'm like, damn, dude, I really want some sushi. So I seamless, uh, or I used, uh, I call, I call JJ's up and I'm like, I'm like, I put in my order and blah, blah, blah. And you know what, dude, you know, what shows up on my plate after not even ordering it, dude, was the two pieces of uni that I ordered two weeks ago with a note that's class from the manager being like, these are the two pieces of uni that we didn't have for you. So-and-so weeks ago, 
thank you so much for understanding our you know the mess up that we did for you i hope you enjoy this yeah and it was just like yeah holy awesome dude mumu if you wouldn't have read a one star and you would have said hey it's okay dude i'm cool dude with this dude you would have felt a lot better too because it made me feel amazing smile ear to ear yeah jj sushi i love you so much dude you're awesome Aww. sushi dude and you're great people and i can't wait to fucking come and do some freaking some sh shots of freaking uh soju with you dude and have a good time in your building when we can get back to you thank you jj's that's my yeah. recommendation <laughs> yeah <laughs> And, uh, if, for, for my recommendation, I'm going to do uh, Tiki Chick on uh, 85th and Amsterdam. Um, it's a fantastic tiki bar. Opened up right, 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 right before the pandemic started. I went there on my uh, on my birthday in March, actually, uh, like a week before everything shut down. And uh, they do f phenomenal cocktails. They have a, a really comprehensive frozen program. So, you know, for, I mean, frozen has been such a massive hit this whole summer with oh, yeah. bars. Uh, their program is awesome. Great, great, great cocktails. Um, they also do spam sandwiches, and I know that this mm. flies in the face of everything that we've talked about health-wise, <laughs> but they are so damn good. Um, but yeah, so I would say that. Um, uh, Matt, where, sh where should we follow you? Uh, where, where can people follow you on uh, on social media? Yeah, thanks so much. So please follow us at NY Cocktail Expo Instagram and at Wellness Cocktails on Instagram as well. And, of course, you want the webinars, please go to Eventbrite and nycocktailexpo.com. If you'd like to reach out to participate as a bartender, as a brand, get in touch, nycocktailexpo at gmail.com. Thanks phenomenal, so much. Phenomenal. Mike, where, where can the people follow, follow you? Cool, man. I'm on Facebook, Mike Detota, also Botanical Bartender on Facebook. Still trying to work on that page, folks. I know. Here I go. 2020. <laughs> Anyways, um, also Instagram, really heavy on the botanical bartender putting out some recipes for you folks dude and you can also if you want to have some family photo time dude uh, check me out at mike detota also on instagram um and i'm talking a little bit about my health and what i'm doing and and blah 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 at mike detota on instagram as that's well. where Paris. he posts his that's where mike posts his nearly nude photos of himself <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pretty risque oh. y'all um, yeah, fo fo follow me uh, at JH Tooley on Instagram. Uh, follow us at Behind the Stick Pod on Instagram as well. If you want to reach out to us by email, uh, hit us up at Behind the Stick Pod uh, uh, at gmail.com. If you find any good Yelp reviews, send them our way. If you have any uh, guests that you want us to, to reach out to, please uh, send, send them our way as well. Or if you uh, want thanks to be a so guest. much for listening. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, if you want to be a guest, come on, man. Uh, Matt, <laughs> this has been such such a phenomenal, uh, such a phenomenal time. Thank you so much. Uh, I, I truly appreciate you, it so much, man. Thank you guys so much. It's been awesome. All right, y'all. Cheers. Bye.